Welcome to Toffee TV. It is the final word. Crystal Palace nil, Everton nil at Sellers Park at the weekend. Not the victory Everton needed, but it was a point more than we had before the game. Mm. So, got to look for every small positive that you can find at the moment where Everton are concerned. We've got Jack. Valentine's making his final word debut with us. It's been a long time so, coming. It has been a long time. You've got to build you up. We don't, we, we, you know, gone down the, the Sean Dice. We don't really like playing the younger players, but, you know, we've got you in. And uh, hopefully you're going to impress. A few minutes here and there. Just in the daily lives. And that's that. it. Build up. Build up. Um, yeah, I mean, had nil-nil points. Can't win, don't lose. Move on. I I, I think we're running out of yeah we are I think we are running out of those games yeah. aren't we if yeah. you can't the maybe that's been the can't whole win go down that would that's been. been the whole Sean Dice ethos and I don't think it's really worked if mm. I'm honest um, because other teams have been winning yeah. instead of instead of losing games um, or picking up a point sorry and that that ethos has got us in uh, in the bottom three mm. I think this was a game following on from the Fulham game where. There had to be some encouragement. I, I almost I've said this before, but I almost feel like Sean Dice is setting us up for like like there's gonna be one big game. That he, he thinks we've got like a cup final. So and maybe we have. I don't know. Maybe mm. we have against Bournemouth. Maybe we get to Bournemouth and we're still in contention. Maybe we maybe this is what it's all setting up for. But I just feel like in this game in particular, after about an hour, Palace were bored. Yeah. And it was so much there for the taking. And you're thinking if we could just get a goal, get a little bit ahead of steam. Change something, maybe change the Bing Patterson on, you know, and make us make a sub either there just to get us a goal a little bit, and, and we didn't, and and it went obviously it went very flat, including the sending off. So a big opportunity missed, I'd say. Mm. And how many more of them are we gonna get? Yeah, absolutely. Jack, I mean, do you feel the same way, or or do you see it differently? Because I think in isolation. It's actually not a bad point. They they'd won three on the run. We've gone there, kept the clean sheet. But as Ped said, those opportunities and this was the, the the reason why Fulham stuck in my throat last week is that the window of opportunities getting smaller and smaller and smaller, and we're coming out the other side of them games without a win. Do you see it like that, or do you think it's a point a point gained? Well, yeah, it's a case of at the start of the season, zero games played, clean slate. Like you're taking nil nil away at Palace, won't you? Mm. Most teams would, mm. but. Last week, Fulham, that was the one we had to win, and we didn't. So yeah. we, we lost that luxury now. We've lost yeah. that luxury of being able to go into games. We lost that a long time ago, really, because mm. we put ourselves in a relegation fight. But we're in the position where there's no game where, on the face of it, you can really be happy with a nil-nil because we need to be winning games. Yeah. Maybe Man City. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> Man City. But still, every week, no, no, every like, week no. because we do have something to play for, yeah. you're looking at it thinking, like, even if you don't expect us to win, you're looking at it from yeah. a perspective of, we could really do with a win here. Yeah. Do you know what sort of... And, and I, should have, I should have really known this, and I do know this deep down, but on Saturday, I just wasn't angry at all. I just looked at the game and I just thought, that's Evan. that's as good as we are. Like, there's no point getting angry, is there, about 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 anything, about not scoring or, or whatever. I just watched the game, and I, when it finished, just like, that's as good as we are. Mm. We don't, we're like that every week. We don't make chances. We don't have any kind of sustained pressure. We have zero. 
zero way of playing. Like, there is no game plan at all. I don't, like, and I, by the way, that's nothing to do with Sean Dyche. I understand, I understand what his, what he's tried to do. He hasn't got, like, an attacking style. His, he, what he's tried to do is come in, organisers, maybe nick a goal off a set piece. He's been obviously the same as us, trying to hope that Dominic Avaloon make an influence. He's lost to Corey, which is huge, and has basically lost his mind in the last three games, kind of replace him. Yeah. But I'll finish when that game finished, I just thought that's exactly who we are. Mm. We are now the lowest goal scoring team in the Premier League. You know, after Southampton got three and and, and you know when Forrest got two. Forrest yeah. got two. And I thought this is who we are. We're mm. not any better than there's no point getting angry about those games because this all you can ask for is a hundred percent effort. And I think for the most part probably got that you know i don't know there might have been moments where people could have done more but i just it's not worth getting angry that's who they are this is who we are we're, we're not better you we're, are getting the maximum ability you are getting the maximum players, ability aren't you, you are you know unless there's and, and you have got obviously decore you know nana to have back in that midfield and that will add something mm. to it and hopefully 90 minutes under dominic carvin bench will uh, belt will add something more to that um, see the way I, my mind goes straight to bench when I think mm-hmm. of Dominic Carvalho. Um, but there's no point really getting angry and getting upset about those performances. That's as good as we are mm. with the players available to the manager but, right now. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously the plus was was Adam Dombach. I didn't get the whole gate thing. Uh, just seems a bit self sabotage at times. I think in the last three games with, with Dice, I just don't understand mm. this thinking. I really don't. Some people can agree, disagree, whatever. I'm not really that asked because at the moment I just look at it and go why are you making your job almost harder by playing players that shouldn't be in that team Holgate's come from nowhere and he's back in the side that right when we've got a right back people can go oh well for the more defensive out yeah not having it me we've got to win games of football I think if you if you're in the early part of the season no problem go and like you said before go and get a point and we move on we'd be all go if this was October November December we'd go alright Decent points at Palace, nil-nil. We, can, we, can we win our own game? Whatever, whatever. I think we're running out of games. Other teams are going for it and you're seeing results. Why are you seeing Bournemouth win at Spurs in injury time? One week and get bounced 4-0 at home the next yeah. week and, and we're seeing Forrest almost nick and should have nicked the draw at Anfield at the bar at the end. Would have been 3-3. Southampton with 3-1 up going into injury time. Or Arsenal. Everton would be nil-nil at best there, wouldn't he? And that's where we are. I think you're right. It, the frustration and the anger will come from my perspective is a the team selection because mm. I don't think he's playing the, the best players at the moment for me. No. He, he sees them every day. He's more qualified than I am to say what Everton's best team. I'm just doing it from my, what my eyes tell me. And also the fact that, and this is not this is nothing to do with Sean Dykes, the fact we've been put in this position as supporters to watch a team with so little attacking threat, like so little ability in that final third. And that that's where the frustration comes from me. But it was a it was a plus to have Don back and I thought for for most of the time he he looked quite good really considering he hasn't played for what was it, twelve weeks, eleven weeks, so Yeah, yeah, he was fine where yeah. he didn't have much service, so you're mm. limited in what he can do. And obviously he had that chance he did well to put himself in that position with a good turn. Mm. His finish could have been a little bit better, but he had to hit it straight away, so you can't be too critical over that. No. And no. because that's one of our only chances of the game, maybe if he has had some criticism, that's why if you're having he's creating chances at the rate of a normal side and you're scoring them, then there's less attention on that. Of course, and there's yeah. 
less criticism on a player taking a chance that it was hard to take. So, yeah, I think he's obviously a plus to our back, isn't he? Because he gives us so much more than Malpe. He's a lot more developed than Sims. Yeah. And he's prob- even if he does score two goals, if he manages to stay fit, they could be a massive two goals. Yeah. And it's two more goals than we're likely to expect from anyone else, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm laughing, but you're absolutely right to this. You just look at that team, it's just devoid of goals. You know, Giotto for Liverpool scored two in the last two games. He will be at the top scorer, not just from them two games. Yeah, any player you know, like in the space of two games could just become could just our become top scorer. And that, that literally paints the picture for every. And everyone said it, people who watch this show, people who we speak to every day on large people on social media, everyone said the same thing. There's no goals in the team. If you keep taking goals from the team, every game becomes twice as hard because you've got no threat at all. That's why that's why teams who have got the goal scorers have given themselves a fighting chance. For me, I look at it and go, if Everton survived this season, it's almost a miracle because we played the whole season without a striker, really. Mm. So the fact that we're still in it with a chance to get out of it is is mad, really, mm. when you think about it. We're so, we're so lacking in goals. Because defensively, I think in the bottom half, Everton actually got probably the best defensive record in terms of goals conceded. We would have to, wouldn't we? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. To even be able to be given an opportunity to stay up, we'd have to. They scored the least goals in Mm. the entire country. Yeah, I know that doesn't tally up because you know some teams in lesser in lower divisions have scored, have played more games. Mm. Twenty four goals. Can't look past it, can you? It's 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 that's like that's a rent. Like I'd love to know. I'm sure people out there where that ranks in. In the history of, of of the Premier League, that is that is embarrassing, mm-hmm. you know. And and this is something that the minute they sold Charleston, they knew they had to deal with that. I mean, we we were bad enough last year, weren't we? With 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 the players we had with Richarlison, with Richarlison and No mm-hmm. Dom. But even on Saturday, you know, you, you mentioned the day, Jack. I mean, I was looking at like Dwight McNeil. He didn't he didn't have any crosses that got you know we had five crosses that none of them got to Dominic Carvalho. You know what's what's what what's you, you've got them in your team. Why aren't you trying to use them the best you can? And this is why I don't understand. This is why, again, this is why I scratch my head when I look at Everton and the, and Sean Dice to a point. And we spoke about it two weeks ago when we played Manchester United. And when we played Manchester United, we had Ella Sims, and it was like, well, maybe this is the maybe this is us setting up for the Dominic Carvalho Lewin way of playing but then the week after he goes to Mopai and you're thinking well now you've just played a completely different way so you're changing style every week but when Don comes back the players won't have any kind of set way of playing and I know no, you can't always do that because you can't rely on a player but I found that really strange if last week he knew Don was back this week then why didn't he set the template like I don't get mm. that like Ben Godfrey started last week so why didn't he start this week or why didn't Mason Holgate start last week? And the pen got do you know what I mean? It's like you're moving all the deck chairs around. And then so when so when the player comes back that you need, you're not gonna be set up to to deal with the way he needs the ball given to him. Mm. And this is it's number one, it's like self-sabotage. Number two, it's not making the most of what you've got. And I, I find that baffling. And yeah, like I said before, listen, we've all known for a very long time how poor this team is. And yeah, you, you know, we, you know, defensively we have to have something about us. 
And it is something you can take from the game and say, well, at least, you know, Pickford, I think, has to make one save where he's pushed it wide in the second half. But you can't really, you don't really, you look at the team and go, we kept them quite. Imagine if we'd been on it like that last week against Fulham. We were a little bit more disciplined this week, mm. but it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna be enough. That the, the fence isn't gonna be enough. Nick and one nil wins isn't gonna be enough. It is almost. It does almost seem like we're set up for a one nil defeat, a nil nil draw, or a one nil win, doesn't it? That that seems to be the margin of error. Between and has the man is this manager ever been capable of anything else though? Well, I don't know, and, and this I'm, not, I'm not having a go yeah, at him. Yeah, I'm just saying, is that isn't isn't that what we've like, once again set ourselves up for yeah. by bringing this manager? But mate, listen, maybe that's the way to get out of this. I'm just saying, maybe that. it is. When you look at it, that's just the way it's set up. If you haven't got goals, what then we you've do, got to be tight. Exactly. You? What we do moving on from here, if if we do somehow survive or whatever, will be then we'll be able to judge it better, won't we? When he starts afresh, just right now, that's how it seems. But it is frustrating. I suppose. I mean, the game, the game was. It was quite. Let's be honest. It was quite even, even from the start. Palace trying to get on the front foot. They start, I mean, they started they off started and well. got round the back of us within the first thirty seconds and had the cross thrown in and. They started quite lively. They have those players like Olsen and Ezzy and, and even we made Jordan Ayew look like Wilshire, prime Will Sahara. So, well, Holgate did. Uh, but I thought Mason Holgate, I mean, he, uh, his positioning was all over the place. He got caught out with the one over his head early on. But the the one he got booked for, I thought was very harsh booking. In fact, it wasn't a booking. Mm. He just pushed them as the, the running for the ball and obviously the referee books him. But the one, there was two after it that he could have got booked for in the first half. And they were they were almost targeting him then once he'd had the booking. And I just felt watching it from that perspective. And this was one of the things that surprised me was that I'm watching it with my dad and my, my mate and we're like, he ain't last in this game. There yeah. ain't a chance that Holgate survives the game. Everyone could see it. So when he got to half time, we were like, he'll be off at half time. It'll either be Godfrey or Patterson will be on the right back second half. So I was a bit surprised at Deitch's naivety that he thought mm. Holgate would get away with it. But from an attacking sense, you now Everton had Dom had the one with his shoulders, didn't he? The yeah. jumps. He done well actually, he got him free at his shoulder. He had the other one, the nice little one through when he hit it and um keeper saved it. We got into some decent areas of Wobies hit a good shot, which Johnson's made a good save from. And we looked we looked like we were, you know, McNeil's had one, so we got into the right areas, but it's that decision making in the final third again, isn't it? Just as you're never convinced they're gonna carve something out clear cut. It's because there's no natural finishers in the team other than Calvert Lewin, mm. really, but outside of that, none of these players are experienced goal scorers, it's not what they do. Mm. And you know, we're trying to make it up slowly with McNeil's got a couple, Gray's got a couple, and that's how we're trying to make it up, and that's how we're trying to survive. And you can do that, and you can probably do that quite well. Not that we are, but we've seen teams <laughs> do it before, where they can just make up the goals of a few players all chipping in. We, they don't have the mindset or the quality for it. Mm. They're not natural goal scorers. They don't feel comfortable in those situations. Yeah. And you mentioned the Iwobi shot. He's a player who needs to be scoring more. Because he's, you know, he's our attacking midfielder, isn't he? Mm. And they. Even though he didn't score, it was made up, he took that shot because so often we'd see him not take that, we'd see him try and take a touch and mm. play it over the top or then try and shoot. And that's what we need a little bit more of, just going for it, getting yeah. on top of teams. You see other teams just 
players hitting shots from 30 at top corners and everything, don't you? Nah, we still, we still want to take touches and play it wide. It has got, we have took, we have put more crosses and we have had more shots and dice coming. That, that is a fact. Mm. And for everyone watching, you know, people who might be shouting at the screen, oh, we had, it was just that. It's a, you know, we're up in the top 10 for chances created since he come in or more attacking threat since he come in. But defensively, we are in the bottom two or three because we have, at the other end, give it up. That wasn't necessarily the case at the weekend, but it was a game where I'm watching it and I'm thinking, this game's here. This game is here for the taking. We're not massively under the cosh. Palace fans were like singing and all, but it wasn't like a thing where you're thinking, there's a wave after wave, it's coming here. Yeah. I was a bit disappointed at half time. I was, I was massively disappointed. Like, I think at half time, you're right, he should have took Holgate off. And he had options. And I'd have looked at the situation and maybe thought of bringing Patterson on. But he looks like he's made his mind up about Patterson. Which is, I, I find, quite pathetic, if I'm honest. Oh. I do, I find it pathetic when managers do things like this. It got it goes back to like the Yerimina thing. of Because you, you might need them. You might need them to come in and do a job. And if you've almost dismissed them in a way, then then what are, what 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 level, confidence level is the play going to be at? Um. But second half, I thought I thought it was there for the taking. Mm. To be honest, you could hear the crowd, our fans singing after about an hour. That's mm. all you could hear, and that should that should galvanise you and say, well, you know, we're going to grab hold of this game now, almost treat it like a home game because why not? Mm. It's there to be taken. Their fans, their fans weren't that asked. They well, know they're safe. Happy, yeah. You know that Roy Hodgson will have been looking at it, thinking, well. I'll take. I'll probably take a point here. We said not, I don't need. I don't. Mm. I don't need to win it. And he's a risk-averse manager as well. Mm. And it just. It just disappointed me. But at the same time, what you do? What are the options you've really got? Uh. Throw another striker on, and maybe lose the point you're going to win. Mm. Um, you don't take Dom off, of course. In fact, I don't even know why he took Dom off. It was too late, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know why he took him off. Dom was shaking his head. Um, as well. He was fine, wasn't he? I just think it needed. Those players on the pitch to step Sense up, it, but yeah. but unfortunately we don't have real, we don't really have any real um, player who can grab hold of a game. Maybe yeah. the core I think probably could have seized that opportunity, but obviously yeah. he wasn't there. But the three, because I mean it was like four two three one, wasn't it? Mm. I thought James Garner d- did all right because he always wants to go forward, mm. and he he's, I like the way he uses his body to get himself out of difficult situations, mm. and he spreads the. The play quite well. He's always looking for the ball on the he other side. He has a side. decent long ball, doesn't he? He's always looking for the for that opposite, you know, split the switch. Yeah. Those I can't I can't reiterate enough how 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 bad those three are. Uh, like they literally bear my head out every single week. They are so ill suited for each other. Neither neither of those. The three. The three. Oh, the three. The three. Sorry, Sorry, I don't yeah. need to name yeah. them. The three. Yeah. They're so ill-suited to each other's games, it's incredible. Like... Gam. They just... They just bear me as out. People have had their The mad thing is, out of the three, I like McNeil most. What have you done to me? What have you done to me? Right. Because at least he looks like he's given but everything. They're, but they're so ill-suited to each mm. other. Like... The Manic Game must be the only player with pace who doesn't use his pace. Yeah. Like he'll, he'll like Just stop it. You no, know what I, 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 I like that that Eze and then and Alicia Alicia Alicia. But the way I, what I like, really like about them is, and I who bought into it was, he commit 
plays. Mm. And the amount of times they want to get round the back of the fullback and go along the byline. Mm. Where this Damari Gray would never do that. Yeah, it's got the pace to do that. It, he annoys me so much. He likes a wide step he over Gray. Really, he? really. Yeah. I mean, his heat map, he's basically standing in the same place. A big spot. 10 yards, 15 yards down the right-hand side. A Wobi is just like... I don't know what he is. I'll never know what he is. I'll never understand him as a footballer. Mm. Talent, yes. Drive and motivation, none. None whatsoever. He can go on as many podcasts as he wants and tell people he has got no ambition or drive during the game at all. There's no, You never... Every week, I think he's going to grab hold of a game by the scruff mm. of the neck and go, I'm going to make this for you. I'm making this all about me today. Mm. I'd love to see that. Never seen it once from him in Everton, Jeff. And McNeil is McNeil. He just gets the ball and he, and just like tries to throw it in the box or mm. do something. Fair, fair play to him. Works hard. Very yeah. little quality. Um, and the three of them just... But when you want... I mentioned this today about tomorrow, creative players. People are like, we are our creative players. They are supposed to be our creative players. And we spend a lot, actually spend a lot of money on two of them. Yeah. And I just want somebody to grab hold of a game and say, I'm gonna I'm gonna boss this game. Give that? the ball to me yeah. and I will drive us forward and none of them do it. And that's what winds me up about them. But maybe like you said before, we just we just haven't got it. No. We, that's we just it. haven't got it. And I'm not gonna get angry. We're about hoping, it. we're hoping. Damari Gray's got ability, we've seen it. We've seen it in flashes. He was 1.5 million because he doesn't do it. No, he Leicester doesn't. couldn't get in Leicester's team because he's not consistent. Without, sadly, we 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 needed them almost to do what Richarlison did a year ago, which is take go. Talisman. I'll do it. Talisman. Symbolically, someone pick, pick the blue flare up. Someone you can get yeah. behind. And he hasn't. Someone, someone. Gone, you just want somebody at the football club to say, "I'm going to own this." Have mm. the bollocks to like Richarlison did to say, "I'll get you out of this." Mm. You mentioned styles of play, though, and not having a style of play. You've got three players there behind a striker who are all completely different players. Yeah. Mm. You know, Gray is your more modern winger, likes to cut inside, always does it the same way. He's got a bit of pace. Nick Neal, a bit more old school, works very hard, but he's all about crosses into the box. And then Awobi, very slow, likes it nice and easy, needs a lot of space to do his game. They're all completely different, yeah. so how can they play together? No. Like, but but sometimes, though, you can have difference and they complement each oh, other. Oh, but that's it, isn't it? But, but ours don't. That takes quality as well. There's got to be also variations in the uh, way they play, though, as well. Like someone like a Wobie will pick the ball up and you never see him say, right, well, I'm going to I'm gonna knock the ball past you and turn have you with pace, mm. even though there's something there. And we know there. we can run. Even though there's something there. Mm. You know, uh, Damari Gray, yeah, it's always like a one-trick pony kind mm. of thing. Um it, it's it's real, uh, you know. They are the people you've got to rely on in these situations because it is about goals. It's scoring goals. We know to a point we can defend well. You know the back back the centre backs are okay. Mm. You know Michaelenko defended all right, but never really did in going forward. Garner sits in front of him, and for what everybody or for what some people think about. Just a kind of game, very consistent. Always, just yeah. sits in front of the back. He's a bit loose on Saturday in mm. possession, but he sits in front of the back four. So you know you've got the basis there. And then Jordan, Jordan Pickford in goal, you know, Foul. again, level mm. of consistency. So you know from a defensive point of view, it's going to be enough to get you halfway up the table if you've got 
a couple of people putting the ball in the back of the net. Mm. And that so you've got to demand more out of those people. We can pick holes every single week in defenders or you know, Mason Holgate or, you know, whoever. That's just covering up the fact that the offensive players are, are just are bad. Oh. And why we've been absolutely like crying out for Dominic Carvalhoon. And I listened to the press comments afterwards and it's fine by saying, well, we want to create a team ethos here because we want them all doing it. But you've got to hold your hands up, mate, and say they, they aren't capable. So, And I understand you would never say that to a fan base goal. Well, it's all on Dominic Carvalhoon mm-hmm. because if he doesn't come back fit or he picks up an injury because of the consistency. But... You've got to at least, while he's not there, say, this is the way we're going to play till he comes back. Because if you're changing it every week for players who clearly haven't got the intelligence, intelligence, football intelligence, to understand every different every different which way. Mm. I, I find that weird. I find that Sims, Mopai, Dominic Carvalhoon in the last three games. Mm. I find that really, really weird. I is think that... it's the players who don't play who go up in his estimation. Oh, yeah, those they go up in everyone's estimation, don't they, yeah. Because Everyone's a better player when they're not playing. Like, I'm still waiting for Eden Tal. You would not even mm. know who Eden Tal is. No, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but Holgate's like he. Where's Holgate been? Holgate's been in the cold. He's not featured at all for ages, and then he, he comes in. He wears a big coat all the time. So. Yeah, but like Godfrey's been poor. I understand yeah. dropping Godfrey. But then where's Holgate coming from? And then Holgate obviously can't play next week. Godfrey will probably be back in, or maybe it'll be Patterson. But the terrifying thing is, there is a right back there that. Started the season well. I mm. I understand Patterson isn't the greatest right back in the world mm. defensively, but you know when he was playing for his day in the season, he had something about him like a bit of drive mm. that got the crowd going a little bit. Mm. And sometimes you have to play on those things as a manager. Mm. Sometimes you have to look past just what a game plan. Sometimes you got to th- Patterson until he got injured. Everyone was raving about him because he drove us forward down that right hand side. Mm. And he had a little bit of tenacity, and that gets people excited. And that's uh, uh, at the end of the day, sometimes football is about emotion, and it is about the crowd, and it isn't always about numbers and stats and all the rest of that, right? There's a place for that, but sometimes you need that that little bit of internal thing to get the crowd going, and and vice versa. And, and I just think, for me, Patterson, and this is what's weird about not making that sub, because if anyone. Anyone on our bench have done any worse than Mason Holgate? When you know after an hour, could anyone? Could he? You know Mason Holgate who hasn't played since. Was it? Arsenal, like yeah. Come on at half time, didn't he? Hasn't started games since in Brentford. Of midfield. Hasn't started games since Brentford. Mm-hmm. In injured. And you're so you're saying right? You're on a yellow card. You're getting tired, and you're up against the fellas being destroying your whole game, and you think you're not going to get a yellow card. Why not just play the safe card and after an hour go, come on, mate, you've done all right there. Mm. Come on, mate. Yeah. Well done, mate. Ben Godfrey. Mm. Patterson comes on. That, to me, is poor management, that. And the thing is, when you're going for a game, you'd probably rather have Patterson on there than Holgate. Because that's, that's, after 65 minutes, you're responding to what the crowd, not always responding to what the crowd wants, but the crowd are saying, we can win this. Mm -hmm. We can win this. And we're almost asking you for that little bit more. It, don't get me wrong, it's a it's a 50-50, but the 50-50 was actually on his side mm. because any kind of sub for for him would have been well, would have been sense sense. Well Holgate was Holgate was an accident waiting to happen, wasn't he? Being booked. We had to get one trip, one thing wrong and he's off. And and for a manager who's 
normally so safe mm. or your or your perception of him is he reads yeah. it well and he does that. It, to me, it was a strange decision. And then obviously, he leaves him on, he gets himself sent off. It was just stupid. I don't know what he was thinking, to be honest. The, the lad had gone. Lunging in to try and recover because he's been done is ridiculous because you are wrong. You Self-preservation. Chased him, though. Yeah, yeah. And he's off and he's suspended. And that probably be him for the season. He probably won't play again now. But we, any hope you've got then of winning, really, it went out the window for the last 15 because it just gave them a little bit. Even though they didn't really take it, it gave them the impetus back a little bit where it was like, then it becomes, right now, actually a point isn't that bad a result because we've got 10 then. It lets yeah. you off almost when really we're in that. Like I keep, I can't reiterate enough. It's the window of opportunity. It's getting smaller and smaller. And so that's why... Right. Like I said, in isolation, people might say, well, I'm going to point to Palace, who've been winning, it's not bad. And you go, no, it isn't. But you can't keep putting it to the next one. Go, well, the next one, because now we're playing a team that's just done, was five up after 20 minutes yesterday. So is that what happens there on Thursday? And it'll be a different game, of course it will. Goodison, under the lights, everything and all that. The reality is, Everton still don't score goals. So... We're going to have to come up with goals. We're going to have to defend properly. And we're playing against a team who's super confident at the moment. And we keep ticking off these games, don't we? The, we should be winning after the Leeds game. We probably all felt relatively confident and thought we've got, what, like 12 games? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Need to win three of them, four of them. Mm -hmm. And we'll be safe. And we've just kept ticking them off. One game. Yeah. And you go. One in nine, isn't it? One win in nine. Yeah. Just going through them over time and at the start of it, you're like, it's okay, you've got plenty of time and then you start to get a little bit more worried and then you end up in the position we are in now where we've just had two games where really we really could have done with winning one of them. Mm. And we've not and now we're looking to Thursday against the good side, the side that do have something to play for, not like Fulham and Palace. Mm. Newcastle are going for Champions League for the first time in however many years. Mm. Just won six six one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like in, yeah, it will be a different game, and we said on the live before, that result at the weekend, it doesn't really change anything. We already know the better than mm -hmm. us, and we know Tottenham being as bad as they were played a big part in that result, but we've just we've made it harder for ourselves again, haven't we? Because we just had two games against sides that didn't really have much to play for. And if you'd include Spurs in that, which I thought on the day said after it, you know, it, you, you grab the points from... Because it was a late a late equaliser, yeah, yeah. but it was two points dropped overall because yeah. they weren't they're not in good form. And other teams have nicked wins where That's the difference, isn't it? That's the problem. That's right? the difference. Ultimately, you know, teams like you've just said there, Bournemouth get a win at Spurs and then lose four 0 but they've got three points out of two games. Mm. You know, that's you know, we've we've yeah, we've won we've we've drawn games and, and stuff, but and it all it keeps that momentum going. You haven't lost the game. But like a forest away and this game and, and, and Fulham, they're games that we should have picked up wins by you know by having the ability to do it. If you'd have beat Forest and Fulham, then Saturday would be a decent result. Yeah, <laughs> we'd that's have, it, isn't we'd it? Be on, that's it, isn't it? We'd be on 33 points. I mean, to me now, I'll be honest, if, if we're still, when it comes to the Wolf game, if we are still, um, I've still got a chance to get out of this. Then that, then that will be incredible, I think. Genuinely, mm. I think because Newcastle at home, Leicester away, which is going to be. I mean, they play Leeds tomorrow night. I mean, you know, um, 
They have got tough games. No, well. no, I'm for just them, saying. The next two, Brighton, for them. then Brighton. You know, we've got Leicester away. We've got Brighton away, and then we've got Man City. It's and then and as I said, then it becomes Wolves and Bournemouth, and they're the two games. If you can almost target those two games and say, well, if we still, if it's still almost in our hands or within our hands for those two games, I'll be quite happy. I genuinely mm. will be because these games now, um. We've got to get wins. Let if we can get above Leeds points, what you know, in, then I'll think. Well, we've got a chance, but it's dead easy to say. Oh, Leeds are terrible. Lose mm -hmm. all the games. Yeah. They're still a point above us. Mm -hmm. They're still a point above us, mm -hmm. and that's you know, and the ideal result tomorrow night will be a draw with yeah. Leeds and Leicester. Then they'll be two points ahead of us, mm -hmm. won't they? You've, it's about getting ahead of them, and it's dead easy to go if we win on if we win this game, win that game, mate. If we score a goal. If we score two goals, imagine scoring two goals. We've got six games to go, and we've within there. There's some tough games, yeah. isn't it? And, and when it, like Brighton away, City, two very tough games. Newcastle. All right, we can. I'm not sitting there going, we can't beat Newcastle. We can. And I, I'll by Thursday, I'll fancy us with the crowd and because it's a home game. And and I think for them, they've got a six point buffer on Spurs. I think. It's it's easy. They are taking their foot. But no, they won't take it off. But I just think for Everton, the Everton's need, I think, is and sometimes that's what it comes down to. But if we were to beat Newcastle, it'd be one nil, wouldn't it? We'd be hanging off. You'd have yeah. to channel that. You'd have to channel that need, mm. though, don't you? Mm. Our need on Saturday was more than Palaces. Mm. You couldn't see it on the football pitch. Our need against Fulham was more than Fulham, mate, and it wasn't exactly. on the football pitch. That's what I'm saying. Fulham, and you can't see it. That's what I'm saying. That's the frustration. Mm. Frustration isn't. Isn't about scoring goals or how you defend. It's about players actually grabbing onto the game and saying, "I'm going to win this. I'm mm. going to win this game." Mm. I don't. I, that's that's all. That's that's the worry. That's definitely the worry. So you do, yeah. You're looking at it, and it, it is difficult to see where the wins are coming from at the moment, isn't it? Like you said, yeah, we we had, you know, when we beat Leeds at home, it was like, well, you know, we've got Forest away and Nick that there, and we were two one up with. What twelve minutes to go and we didn't win it and we've had these other games, the three games I've just mentioned before, Spurs, Fulham Palace. We took two points out of the nine and yet the three teams, one was in terrible form and were there for the taking till we shot ourselves in the foot by getting the man sent off and then giving a the penalty away. And the other two, one we never turned up against, and the other one at the weekend we weren't able to press that home. And it will come down to goals, won't it? You know, we've got 24 goals we've scored all season. I was just looking and I think it, it, teams have had 20, but we, we, it, we're into like the top, like the worst five, four, six. We've only scored 14 at all. Something like that. 14 goals. We've won five home games, haven't we? It's 16. Well, you mentioned that not knowing where wins are coming from. It's because you don't know how we win, because you don't know who's going to score. There's no one we can count on, and that's why, like, if I was Sean Dyche, I'd just be trying to look at how can I make this up in small amounts, and maybe that means playing Mina, because he's more of a threat from corners. You know, set mm. pieces were on paper should be one of our biggest weapons. We've scored one under Dyche, haven't we? Arsenal. We scored and since we then. That's Chelsea with the oh, Yeah, down, yeah. But... but, yeah, get Mina in the sides. I know Keane was fine on the weekends and mm. that, and maybe he doesn't deserve to be dropped. and. Sean Dice definitely wasn't the type of manager who'd change a centre back partnership after the clean sheet, so it's pointless even suggesting it. But mm. you know, if it was up to me, I'd have him in the team. I'd have Patterson as well, because I think he'd give us slightly more going forward. And then maybe you can get a little partnership with him and whoever's on the right. Does it? 
does it come to, is it coming to the stage and i think i know the answer anyway just because i know the manager but is it coming to the stage now where he's almost where we have got to be a bit more bold he ain't gonna be bold he doesn't it's not how he works mm. it's not how he works he he, he works the six draws keep us up we're not going to get six no. draws, though. No, but I'm saying, do We're just not going to get six draws. We're going to get beat by Doody. Manchester City. We're probably going to get beat by Brighton. Probably going to get beat by Newcastle. These are facts. I'm not I'm not mm. being, like, defeatist here. These are just facts. No, I'm we saying... Are, I'm saying these for, are teams that can score goals. I'm saying me. from his perspective, yeah. do six draws no, keep Everton up no, 34 points? No, no, they don't. No, they don't. I don't, think that, I don't think 34. I think we need two wins at, at the very least... And a, and a draw. So you, what do you, do you think? Thirty-five keeps. I said. I have no idea. Yeah. Ultimately, I've got no idea. Mm. No, no one can ever predict. See, I don't think South. I think Southampton. That was Friday night. Was them done? They had to win. Yeah, that. listen. I think they've gone. Forest, I doubt will get 35, 36 points. But then Everton, Leeds, well, and Leicester. It's a flick uh, of a coin. Listen, I, I can imagine it being a, a the way the way Leeds, uh, Everton, and. Leicester, Forrest have been, sorry, you can imagine it being that it will be in the low 30s because mm. the teams are yeah. struggling to score goals. But that shows you how important actually just one win is because you've seen yeah. that on Saturday from Leicester. Yeah, one yeah. win gets them on the bottom three. They've been mm. disasters for ages, but one win gets them on the bottom out, three yeah. and it drops us in. But then we made the point up on Leeds and you can see like Bournemouth mm. winning a couple of games a couple of weeks ago, get them out of it. Palace winning three and so it got them completely out of it. Wolves got, it got them out of it. So, it it probably will be in the lower and you and he'll still be he'll be looking at every piece of data and all that. This is what makes me laugh. John Blaine coming a few weeks ago in his supercomputer. I think it's the same supercomputer from Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Um, said that we were getting thirty eight points, and I imagine. and I just laughed my head off internally because I'd never laughed to Johnny's. You know, he's got my respect. Um, but internally, I just thought we are never getting to thirty eight points. There's not, not a chance on this earth we are getting to 38 points. And people can do all the predictions, and we always do the predictions with with always with our bias of, well, we, mm-hmm. we, we want to win, so we'll give ourselves a win there, and we want them to lose, so we'll give them a mm-hmm. loss there. For, I, I, you look at the teams and you just think, if any of us, any of the bottom, well, it is any of those five could pick up two wins, mm-hmm. then it's they've it's got a fantastic chance of getting out of it, haven't they? Fantastic chance of getting out of it. I mean, if Everton were to win, and it's a huge if, of course it is, but if Everton were to win on Thursday at home to Newcastle and then went to Leicester and repeated what we did a year ago almost in Leicester and won that as well, then you'd start going, and I'll seven of the last nine, they're going to stay up. You know, they, Everton will stay up because they'd have 34 points and it'd still be four games to go and you'd be going yeah. two more draws. Because I said, I've said all along, 36 will keep you up. Yeah, they will be. Can I see sitting here right now? I haven't getting eight more points. I can't. No. Just right now, it'll change as I get closer to Thursday. I get that because I'll start going. But at home, we need to win, and sometimes things falling. You sometimes things happen. You know, last year I remember the Chelsea game. We were well. I remember going to the United game three days after Burnley, thinking we're down because the Burnley result last year felt like that was we a second of that one. It was man. terrible. And that United game, they were doing all right. We played them early on, and I was thinking, I can't see us beating them. And we scored, and then it was about hanging on. And second half, I remember thinking, well, even if they equalise, it's a point I didn't think we'd get, and we end up winning it. But then the day of the Chelsea game, we were five points adrift in the bottom three, and we had Chelsea at home, and it was like, here we go again. And somehow we won the game. And that, then we won at Leicester the week, and all of a sudden we were out the bottom three. 
So it can happen. The caveat to that is we had Bertie Allison last year who, who come up big. I know a way at, at, at Leicester it was Michalenko and Holgate. So it was you know two lads who didn't score and haven't scored since. So it can happen. But that win, like I keep saying, that window of opportunity for that to happen, it's almost now, isn't it? It's now. It's got to be now because one thing we have said all along is Sean Dykes might just run out of games here. The X factor in all this, of course, is Dominic Alvarez. Yeah. He's yeah. the X factor in it, isn't he? Yeah. Barely had them all season. He's the X factor. No one, we're all, this is all based on watching an Everton team without him, without him isn't it? Mm. And he is now the X factor. He has to play every single game. Yeah. He has to basically play every minute of every game. Yeah. You know, there's none of this, none of this sort of, you wrap him in cotton wool between games mm. and make sure that he does, he fit and yeah. then he plays and yeah. you, make, you look after him. But mm. he's got to play every game. He's got to play nearly every minute. And actually, we're owed, we're owed that. Not by him as such, but we are owed that. Um, Which do a bit of good luck in that that's regard. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. I wouldn't, I'm not saying from him. I'm not saying mm. he, he has to stay on. We are due that little bit of luck of at least give us our most important player for the last six games. And that goes for the likes of the Corey as well. I was don't gonna say, don't be it, an absolute dickhead. They're a diff, they are, regardless of anything, they're a different team with calvert Loom, the Corey and Onana in it. They are. Yeah. They just are. Yeah, they're a much they stronger side. And even if none of them are particularly great players, they are such a massive upgrade on the players who've had to replace them in their absence, aren't they? So... Look, the midfield was the midfield. He he had a, ha- a happy blend. He had was Onana. He was he was you know he's not amazing. He hasn't been amazing, but he you've has had games. Him. You see, without him, you've got uh, Garner gay next to him, and you've had the Corey who's breaking into the box, and the Corey had two goals and two assists in the last couple of games before he got mm-hmm. sent off. He's been huge for us. He's been huge for us. So having them two backs matched up, we've seen the difference Dom made at the weekend in his first game back. In, t- in terms of just things like he's pulling them out on his chest and holding people up and laying it off, giving us a springboard to go from. So it does make a difference. And you're right, Ped, we're looking at it and going, we're looking at it and, and everything's burnt into your brain, like of playing so many games without Dominic Calvert-Lewin, that you look around and go, where's, where's the goals? He is our sense. You know, last season he was decimated with injury, but he still come back and scored a couple of goals. He scored the most important goal of the season, didn't he? So if Dominic Calvert-Lewin was to rise at the far post twice and win us the game and get us six points and then we could etch out another two draws somewhere. You know, if we got two, two and two from the last six games, if that was our record, I think we'd probably just stay up with 36 Mm -hmm. points. Yeah, I think that'd be enough. But it's, it's can we do it? Can we do it? That's the big thing. I think the reason by Calvert Lewin is, you know, like he is our number nine, and mm. like we should all be like rejoicing and happy that he's back, and we are all happy that he's back. But I think we all probably expect that he might not be as available as we'd like him to be, as we need him to be, mm. and like it's not his fault at all. Like if his body doesn't agree with him, that's not up to him. But. Hopefully. It's hard to the one thing that we can count on the person who we're looking at as our saviour. Like. Statistically, he gets injured a lot. The other side of it, though, the other side of it is Dominic Avalon isn't Richarlison. He doesn't doesn't go running around the pitch looking for the ball. Mm. Doesn't sort of pop up and he's, he is what he is. He actually relies massively That's on the right. service he gets. So it's up to the those are still up to those three players who play behind them or the two player whatever it is to create to create opportunities for him. And even if that's all, all create scenarios for him, even if it's Jordan Pickford binging them down the pitch to him, 
and someone else gets the flick on that, that creates it. an opportunity. Yeah. He's not the kind of player who can do it on his own. Mm. He needs people to create opportunities. And if that means the Mar- uh, Dominic, uh, Dwight McNeil puts in 12 crosses a game, which do is it. the reason why we bought him, apparently, mm. then start then do doing it. Because mm. he'll need service. Yeah. And if he understands he's getting that service, he then he can it, create it. opportunities. And we can get people yeah. in as well. Let's have a look at the stats from the game. Uh, 12 attempts by Palace, 10 from Everton, 5 on target for the Blues, just 2 for Palace. Neither side had a big chance each in the game. Uh, 57-43 on the possession in favour of the home side. So, like I said before, in isolation, it's got yeah. decent points. They're on a great run. We've gone, kept them relatively quiet. A lot of them, they had a few attempts late on when we had 10 men. Yeah. Um, but just when you need a win, you need a win, and, and that's why it feels a bit frustrating. But listen, good times. It's it's that's a good time. But it's ever. Um, listen, we, we're still in their fight. We've got six games to go. We need probably eight points from them six games. So let's see if we can almost somehow etch out half points from mm-hmm. the games and get through. If we can. We'll live to fight another day. Mm. And if we can't, it's Sims Cannon. Do you have a front on 32 <laughs> wins next season? Then Kunku uh, will finally get a game. And oh, Kunku. Yeah, you never know. Great times. Right, um, we're going to carry on on Toffee TV Premier. If you want to become a member, the link is in the description. The QR code will be on the screen in a minute. Otherwise, like the video, subscribe if you haven't. And uh, we'll see you later.